0: BYU Sports Nation Day Two of the NFL Draft and BYU linebacker Kyle Van Noy still on the board, but for how long? Our top three NFL team fits for Kyle, including, wait for it, the defending Super Bowl champs. Say what? Outside
1: of Van Noy, what other BYU football player has the best chance to get drafted today or this weekend? Hard to argue against Daniel Storensen after his combine results. He'll join us in studio. Plus,
0: BYU football. Which former NFL linebacker, David Nixon, that's who, he joins us to return and talk about why Van Noy is a can't-miss
2: prospect. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan.
0: Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Glad to have you with us, everyone. I'm Spencer Linton, alongside one-time Zumba attendee, Jerem Jordan. What is Zumba?
1: I don't even really know. You went to
0: Brazil on your mission. What's Zumba? Zumba is a workout inspired by the Brazilians.
1: Well, I went 10 years ago, so (laughs) maybe it didn't even exist.
0: It was either that or yoga booty ballet. So I, all, I, I, all I heard was booty there. I opted to go with Zumba. All I, right. Hey, it's Mother's Day weekend. You ready to do something so nice to make your mom well up with tears and, and cry and appreciation?
1: Mother's Day ends up being about your wife when you're married and you have a kid, too. Last year, I told my wife... Hey, you're not a mom yet. I'm not sure that I get you anything. That was not well received, which is not a big surprise. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, it's totally different. I have a kid this year, and, yeah, of course, I love my mom. She's great. She was a school bus driver growing up, Uh, you know, did a really good job uh, with her family. Uh, You know, divorced when I was 11. She's a single mom, that kind of deal. So she became a substitute school bus driver, became a regular school bus driver. She had an and one shirt. In high school that said when I was in high school that said, I take people to school. I was like, Yeah, mom, you're cool. Literally. Yeah.
0: I take people to school. Yeah, she's cool. Has she is she an and one fan?
1: Yeah, she attends all the and ones across oh, the country. Baby! She loves the professor.
0: That's her favorite one. <laughs> Naturally being a school bus driver. And two okay, so here's the thing. In two thousand seven, my mom goes to her first BYU Utah football game in person. I drive all the way over from Colorado, where I was working at the time and I have tickets, and we go to the game. She's sitting next to me. We're in the south end zone, and I'm thinking, this is the greatest thing ever that I could do for my mom. Like, she's a huge BYU football fan. Take her to the BYU-Utah game. I'm thinking, we got this. Okay, so it's 4th and 18. BYU's down 10 to 9. Typically,
1: this is not a good situation unless you're playing Utah.
0: <laughs> and my mom's like, they're going to lose because I'm here. She could not watch. She has her hands in her face. And I'm just looking at it going, oh, no. As, my, as disappointed I was, as I was going to be that BYU would lose, potentially, I just thought, oh, please, for my mom, please. Fourth and 18, Max Hall finds Austin Collie, Then Harvey Unger runs in the touchdown. So they get the two-point conversion and win 17-10. to 10. As happy as I was, I was way happier for my mom. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thanks for going to BYU-Utah 2007 with me. Also for scratching my back for 20 years in church and for sometimes letting me miss school to watch the NCAA tournament.
1: Uh, we are going to be on the Apple Seed, by the way, on BYU Radio today, talking about our mothers. Uh, I've told 2 Eastern, 11, uh, 2 Eastern time today. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We talked about our moms.
0: Our conversation. Cool. Yeah, get involved in the show. It's on weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM channel 143, BYU Radio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, and simulcast on BYU TV. Our conversation goes 24 7 if you use the hashtag BYUSN. And let me say this. We gave you that hashtag to make life easier for you. More space to tweet, and it makes life way easier on us when we want to find out what you're thinking. So let us know. Use the hashtag BYUSN, and most importantly, get involved in our Twitter question today.
1: Who will be the second BYU player taken in the 2014 NFL Draft? Hmm. The assumption is that Kyle Vannoy is going to be that guy, which we'll break down in a moment okay. where he's going. Uh, but who's going to be the second player? You know what? I'm back on the Hoffman bandwagon.
0: So you've gone from Manu Malayuna back
1: to Hoffman. Manu Malayuna was in studio yesterday, and he he doesn't think he's going to get drafted. So I'm off. Because he he doesn't think he's going to get drafted. Why should I?
0: He's preparing for the worst, hoping for the
1: best. I know. He worked out with one team. Okay. Okay. We'll ask the Patriots. We'll ask Daniel Sorensen how many he worked out for. He's kind of the dark horse. To me, Cody Hoffman is the... Uh, I guess most obvious second pick. We'll see, though. There has not been chatter
0: about Mr. Hoffman. So Van Noy and then who? Send your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. I think it's Daniel Sorensen. More on that later. But I'm going with Danny Sorensen. He will join us in studio in about 10 minutes. Right now, it's time to rise and shout on a Friday because it's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Draft Day, Part 2. Kyle Van Noy drops in coverage. Dingwell. pressured has to heave it out of the end zone. Into the hands of
1: Kyle Van Noy.
0: Touchdown. Kyle Van Noy, the most exciting defensive player in BYU football history. That in our collective opinion. Uh, Still on the board. That's something we fully anticipated would happen that he would not go in the first round. We thought it was a very small chance that, that would happen. Hopefully, probably not. The second round coverage resumes tonight starting at 7 Eastern. Now, we have compiled a list of the top three NFL teams, the right fits, that we believe Kyle Van Noy could go to in the second round. Topping that list, the Seattle Seahawks with mm. the eighth pick in the second round. 40th overall, that's right, the defending Super Bowl champions.
1: That would be awesome. The second pick for us. Uh, 13th pick in the second round, 45th overall. Detroit Lions, Ooh, okay. Ziggy and Kyle Van Noy reunited.
0: Reunited and it feels yes. so good. That would
1: be awesome. You you better believe that the Lions are talking to Ziggy and saying, "Tell us about your buddy." Oh no, you question. No question. And Van Noy, to many people, uh, is the best outside linebacker available. It's just whether those teams on the board need an outside linebacker. Because the guys that win yesterday, Khalil Mack, Anthony Barr, Ryan Shazier, all taken up yesterday.
0: Three that's, out, three outside linebackers Kyle in the first
1: round. So Van Noy looks to be the first outside linebacker picked in the second round. We'll see.
0: Number three, we have the San Diego Chargers. San Diego Super Chargers. Super Chargers. San Diego <laughs> Chargers. Char- Char- <laughs> That is the, like the oh, wow. best and worst song ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> YouTube that. San Diego Chargers fight song. Uh, they're the 25th pick in the so second Zomans round. Those are the three. 50- Seahawks, Lions, Chargers. Yeah, 57 overall. Kyle mentioned San Diego specifically. Yes, He said he would he, like to play for yes. that team.
1: There's other dark horses uh, in the second round. The Rams, the Eagles, and the Patriots.
0: Hmm. Okay, I think the Patriots are the backstop. We they know that Van Noy met out.
1: with a couple of teams. The Patriots is one of them, are La- one of them.
0: Last night, the Seahawks traded away their first-round pick at number 32 to Minnesota. The Vikings drafted Teddy Bridgewater, the quarterback, out of Louisville. So now Louisville. The, the Seahawks have the second-round, eighth pick, 40th overall, and an additional fourth-round pick. As soon as I saw that, I thought, oh, man, Kyle Van Noy. I just got this super strong Carter feeling.
1: Blackburn's voice
0: is in your head. Kyle Van Noy! He's going to the Seattle Seahawks. Knowing what Coach Kelly Papinga alluded to yesterday in studio, it just like a ding moment for me. It combined with the team needs in the second round, fit, and Van Noy's initial projections, it kind of all points to Seattle for me. Without saying too much of teams that I talked to last week, I had five. Wow. Yeah. And uh, the D coordinator that called me, um, a scheme that Kyle's really not played before, which is interesting, but Mm. they love them. And they're a really good team. That's the other thing I'll throw out there. Okay. Possibly might have been the best team. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. K-pop
1: on the Seahawks. The best team liking Van Okay. Noy. And a different scheme. They play a 4-3. BYU's played a 3-4. Three, four. Three. Three,
0: four. Wow. Okay. So Papinga's right. It's, the scheme isn't one that Kyle has played in, but he's the type of player Pete Carroll loves. The type of guy that Pete recruited when he was at USC. He's fast, slippery, athletic. He's a rat, according to Trevor Maddich. <laughs> he's twitchy. Thank you, Matt Wells, Utah State. Yeah. Uh, more than anything, he's a playmaker. The Seahawks want pass rush uh, pass rushers in their defense. They're a pressure pressure defense. Kyle Van does he not fit that that at least from a Seattle perspective?
1: He does. A- absolutely. So Seahawks, Lions, Chargers, those three. Now here's uh, the interesting thing about this as well. Van Noy could be in some elite company if he's drafted tonight in the second round, which brings us to the stat of the day.
0: It's the BYU Sports
1: Nation stat of the day. Holler! Six! BYU has had six players drafted in the second round of the NFL draft all time. It's also been six years since a BYU linebacker was drafted. And a linebacker from BYU has never been picked in the second or third rounds ever. Two first-round picks, and then you go to
0: the fourth round. That's going to change tonight. That's going to change tonight. He will be picked up tonight. It's Kyle Van Noy draft day. Van Noy is one of three outside linebackers left that I believe are going to be highly sought after in the second round. And there are a ton of teams that need linebackers. We've already discussed that.
1: Those other two BYU opponents last year, Jeremiah uh, Atauchu. Yes, yes. His last Georgia name. Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech. And then Demarcus Lawrence, voice State, who's listed as a D end in some places linebacker, or other places. Trent Murphy, Stanford, all that. Okay, here's the thing that concerns me a little bit about the second rounds, Kyle Van Mel Kuyper is like the only guy that has him as best available up pretty high. But he is the guy. But he but he's the guy. My there are other the guys, too, uh with better hair. Uh, <laughs> Mike Mayock, Todd McShea. Gil Brandt, guys like that, credible guys. They're not the, they don't have the engine that is ESPN, per se, but they're still big. They all have him down, like, third round. That's interesting to me. I would not be surprised if Kyle Vannoy slides all the wait, way to the third round. Wait
0: a second. Kyle Van Noy is not going to go in the third round because of what happened. He might. No way, dude. Yes. It's about the right fit, and linebackers are high demand for the teams.
1: Atautu, Lawrence, Murph, Trent Murphy from Stanford, you think Kyle all Bradford go from Kyle? Arizona State, Christian Jones. I don't know. Oh, they really? They might. It's, I hope he goes second round, but the, yes. a lot of the experts besides Mel Kuyper are kind of leaning towards third round for Van Noy.
0: Projections are just that. Projections. But all tonight, about the
1: right fit. It's the second and third
0: round. So he's going to get He's going to go. It's tonight. Let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat for other trending topics. BYU baseball, they give up another lead late. They had a 6-3 to lead Come over on, Santa boys. Clara in the sixth inning. Five unanswered by the Broncos gives Santa Clara an 8-6 to win on Thursday. BYU men's soccer coming out with a bang. Okay, they play in the Premier
1: Development League. They're a semi-pro team, sort of like the equivalent of single-A baseball. The
0: only college team that does that.
1: Yeah, exactly. They've been doing this since 03. When they did this, the New York Times wrote a... Uh, Wrote an article on them in the front page. Crazy. Uh, They're 2-0 on the season. They've scored three goals in both their games. They beat FC Tucson last night 3-2. Bronco Mendenhall
0: spoke with Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports. Cougar football getting more national publicity. He told Feldman, I, quote, I hope to leverage our program to be to the point where people say you cannot leave them out, end quote. You know what that screams to me, Jeremy? Win. And a lot. Our Twitter question today. The Boise State model. Is which BYU player... Do you think we'll be drafted second? Of course, assuming the call, I know he goes first. At Crazy Cook Fanatic says, now that you are having Sorensen on the show, he is a shoe in due to the karma. I, Boom! I think so. <laughs> He's in studio right now. <laughs> Discussion over. Up next, Daniel Sorensen, BYU Safety and Special Teams All Star. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. My name is Spencer Linton. Hello, Spencer. His name is Jerem Jordan. Hello, Jerem. It's Friday. It's a J-Dog Friday. We're live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, byuradio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, simulcast on BYUtv and on BYUtv.org. Here is your subtle reminder when you're tweeting at the show. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Subtle reminder over.
1: The end. Another subtle reminder. <laughs> BYU Football Media Day is June 23rd. Mark your calendars. Yes. Get excited.
0: Our Twitter question today is, who will be the second BYU player taken in the 2014 NFL draft? Consensus says Kyle Noy is going to go. Yeah, he's, he's going to go tonight. Tonight first. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. And then
1: the next uh, conventional pick is probably Cody Hoffman. Or Daniel Sorensen.
0: Who, oh, by so the Feeling to
1: say that right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> joins us in studio. Danny, welcome to the show, Thanks man. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome back. So a little bird tells me that during the Y Awards, you may have mentioned to some of the people in our production crew, that you're aware of the BYU Sports Nation karma and how it has affected things positively. And then uh, my producer, Ben Bagley, said that he discussed that with you on the phone when he was lining up this interview. Yeah. Is that why you're here? Are you using us? Daniel? Absolutely.
3: <laughs> uh, using and abusing. Please. <laughs> you should. That, we want you to use us for Well, that. I was thinking back. I think you guys had me on before I went to the Combine, mm-hmm. and then you had me on right before Pro Day. So It worked out? Worked out. Killed I, it. I Killed yeah, it. Yeah, so... <laughs> Killed You're, it, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> your combine one. performance was really off the charts. I mean, uh, the three-cone drill, the shuttle, a lot of people started to pay attention to you uh, after th- your your combine performance. Let's
1: specify that number again, just for those that don't remember. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, three-cone drill specifically, 6.47, the fifth uh, fastest time since 06 at huh? the combine of anybody ever. <laughs> Third fastest white dude there, too. <laughs> <laughs> How, has that le- have you been able to leverage that in any way to uh increase your stock you think since then
3: yeah well talking to coaches just from this this period leading up to the draft um that's something that they've they've found to be impressive is hey we really like the way you can move and and change direction and things like that we th- we like that in our system you'd fit really well because that's what we're looking for and so things like that um i think are 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 peaking uh the interest of of coaches and so that's something that's that's good and I didn't expect but yeah.
0: What kind of optimism are you feeling as you approach the latter rounds now of the NFL draft that you're gonna be a name called among the two hundred I think sixty eight players it is this year?
3: Yeah, so the draft the draft is kind of crazy. It's something that you can't predict. But there are a few indicators that, that kinda of help you and can kinda of help you find out where you're gonna go. I think four safeties being drafted in the first round mm-hmm. last night. Is a huge huge indicator that teams are going after safeties and they're going after them early. Okay. And so, you know, when some of those top safeties get picked up, other teams start scrambling. Shoot, we need to take another safety before they're off the board. Um, and so, seeing some of those things last night kind of helps me feel more a little bit more comfortable. Hopefully, a couple more get get taken. We're, we're hoping for at least three or four within these next two rounds, um, and that'll kind of leave it wide open, I think. Uh, between all the safeties that are available and you know chances are pretty good with still you do you know. feel like you're a
0: top 10 safety because i do <laughs> <I'm looking laughs> i feel, at your combine <laughs> performance you i mean i do <laughs> that, that's my opinion I, I feel like you're there yeah i don't feel like there are 10 other safeties that are better than you in this class
3: yeah and uh it really just comes down to, to, to the team's needs uh and is there 10 teams early that need safeties and you know and what they're looking for, what kind of safety. And I feel like I kind of cover most categories. If you're looking for a big safety, free safety, somebody that can change direction and cover.
0: Special teams. Special teams,
3: absolutely. (laughs) So I I feel like I'm a safe pick for for any team that that needs a solid safety that can come in and and contribute. So I feel comfortable with that.
1: Daniel Sorensen is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, Have you enjoyed this experience? A lot of guys talk about the grind of the draft. Are you having fun with it?
3: I am. I'm having a lot of fun. Me and my wife, uh, we're having a blast. Uh, (laughs) Whitney's here in the studio. Yeah, she's hanging out. Hey, Whitney. (laughs) (laughs) Going to uh, Europe in July. She's going to
1: be gone all of July, right? All of July. So we're trying to uh, spend as
3: much time together as possible. What's the name of the group? International Folk Folk Dance Dance. Team. That's right. So you're
1: going to be in the middle of. You're going to be on a team somewhere, and she's going to be gone from it.
3: She'll be gone. And usually there's the couple weeks in July is when you have off right before you report to training camp. So that'll be tough. No, we're having a ton of fun. I mean, uh, we get nervous, and we get excited. And last night, I think, I had to go outside during the middle of the draft <laughs> to kind of release some you know, energy and things like that. Called my brother and... Talk to him about a few things. So yeah, it's exciting. So you
0: called your brother, what else did you do? Did you just like run sprints sporadically? <laughs> I wanted to. Again.
3: Whitney <laughs> could probably tell you. i I I can't sit still for too long, you know. Could be A D D or just, you know being anxious. Or that's and, just it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I have to be doing something constantly to kind of keep my mind off. Thinking about the draft and, and things like that, so it kind of drives her a little crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> Daniel
0: Sorensen, an time. I'm B- BYU Sports Nation. Do you have like a, a watch party scheduled for tonight and tomorrow? Like anything specifically you're doing? Or you What do you pizza? want us like? to bring to that? By the way, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: chips, salsa, chips and drinks. drinks. Okay. okay, I'm on awesome. it.
3: Awesome. No, so uh, last night we recorded it at uh, the Halfords' house, um, and so we were able to watch it and kind of skip through. And, and tonight's my brother's birthday, so we're gonna go out and celebrate. Um, with him and, and probably watch it wherever we're at, wing nuts or buffalo Wild Wings or something okay. like that. Uh, Whitney's a little nervous because she's like, you if you get drafted tonight and I'm not there, I'm gonna kick your butt. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been threatened uh, several times. I'm not I, not super, you know, anticipating I'll get drafted tonight. Um, but no, yeah, we're definitely planning on watching tonight and then all day tomorrow. The the long haul. So, all right. It
1: starts to get even more interesting
3: for BYU fans. I mean,
1: today you you hope Kyle goes in the second round. Probably not, like you said, probably not any other BYU Cougars, but maybe a couple uh, on Saturday. Our poll question today is who will be the second BYU player taken in the NFL draft. Who do you think it's going to be oh, after Vanderbilt?
3: I can I, I can't weigh in on that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All I can speak of is the BYU Sports Nation karma. Okay. so That it will be good. Let that speak for itself. You
1: a- well, good answer. You, you and Ethan, who was on the show yesterday, are trying to leverage
3: that as much as possible. Okay.
0: <laughs> that, that's fair. I li- I like it's the a response. real thing. People. I like the optimism. Daniel Sorensen, safety, special team standout, and NFL draft hopeful is on BYU Sports Nation. Of course, wants to hear his name called in uh, one of these seven rounds. Coverage resumes tonight on ESPN starting 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain. When you look at just the, the how vast this draft coverage has become and, and how much publicity goes into it, how do you not get overwhelmed personally when you see uh, how many people are covering this and what goes into it and projections and all that stuff? How do, how do you stay grounded?
3: Yeah, it's tough, especially when your mom retweets and posts everything about <laughs> anything, any anybody that posts anything with my name in it. So
1: your mom's on Twitter.
3: Yeah, and she tweets so and retweets. What's your, what's your
0: mom's handle? <laughs> Jerem,
1: Jerem's gonna follow your mom on Let's
3: see Twitter. What's going on here? I'm actually not sure. Foxy Roxy or something. I mean. Foxy Roxy. No, but uh, no, it is tough. It is difficult. I'm scared to look that up. Um, I, I try not to look too far into things. Um, I obviously, you know, check Twitter every now and then, and, you know, I'll, I'll take it for what it's worth. If my name's posted in something and, you know, I'll look at it and be like, okay, that's great, but I'm not going to, you know, invest too much of my interest into that. And it is tough because you have a lot of different opinion out, opinions out there, good and bad. And so you can't let that affect you. And, and really they, they're not the ones making decisions. So when all it's, it's said and done, is said and done, you know, it's just another opinion and it's just their voice. And so... What really matters is what the GM and the owner and the, the organizations think and, and the scouts and things like that. So that's what you have to you know put your put your monies into and, and things like that.
1: Daniel Sorensen is on BYU Sports Nation. Who has shown the most interest in you by having you work out with them and or calling you and talking to you?
3: Yeah, so I haven't had any private workouts, um, but I have had a few phone calls from from coaches and from scouts and things like that.
1: Who are some of those teams?
3: Uh, I would say some of the teams that, that – that uh, we've marked as, as interested are, are like the Texans, the Colts, um, the Eagles, um, the Cardinals, but they drafted a safety last night. Hmm. Um, so they're kind of off the board. Interesting that you would bring up the Colts because Jeremy and I talked about this a few
0: days ago. They have a really good punter, Pat McAfee, and yeah. it would be awesome if they had a really good gunner
3: yeah. on special teams. So I've had a few phone calls from the Colts actually talking specifically about special teams. and uh-huh. so. I think they're definitely taking that into consideration. So that's something that we've highlighted as well and, you know, think would be a good fit.
1: One of the best sound bites we've ever had on this show is asking you in the fall, do you get frustrated when you watch NFL games at their inability to field punts?" And you said, yes, why don't they just catch it? (laughs) I love that. It seems so simple. It is. You dominated this year at special teams. Do you – uh, do you think that your special team's ability, weighed up against just another safety of the same ability, will get you uh, picked over a guy like that because you can play special?
3: Teams? Yeah, so I was explained um, this by a coach, actually. And he said if you get picked in the first four rounds, you're picked to play offense and defense. So you're going to come in, and you're going to start or contribute, add depth. You know, After that, fifth, sixth, seventh is special teams. Hmm. The coaches now turn to the special teams coach hmm. and say, hey, who do you like? You know, because you're most likely coming in and you're not going to start, but you'll play on all four special teams. Hmm. You know, they'll carry four or five safeties on active roster and only two start. So that means those two or three other safeties, they're playing all four special teams and they're playing every down of special teams. And so, yeah, that's when, you know, that special teams abilities hopefully can, you know, can leverage or outweigh yeah. uh, with someone else, you know, and, and and the special teams coach says, hey, no, I really like this kid. I think he can come in and help our front team. So let's take him, you know. So definitely, I think that will definitely help in, in my favor. Daniel
0: Sorensen, BYU Safety, special teams, all-star on BYU Sports Nation, hoping to hear his name called over the next two days and get his shot in the NFL. You're going to get a shot. <laughs> I mean, that, that's it's going, that's drafted, going yeah. to happen. Yeah, uh, And there's this discussion of, well, do I want to get drafted late, or would I rather have the option of having 15 different teams call me a half an hour after the draft yeah. is over and going where I want to go, where I think uh-huh. I'll be the best fit? Where where do you lean in in that whole conversation?
3: Yeah, so I've I've played this scenario out in my mind plenty of times <laughs> the last two months, you yeah. know, thinking about this. So um, there's a few things to consider. If you get drafted, um, it could mean that a team really likes you, and that's why they're spending one of their picks – on you to take you. Um, It could also mean if the team drafts you, hey, we just need a safety. We need somebody to fit this role. Let's just take the next one available. You know, in that kind of situation, um, maybe the coaches don't love you as much. Maybe you're just kind of there to fill a role and and maybe at some point they don't need you and so they cut you or or something like that. In that case, it is better to go a free agent where you can pick your team. You can see the, the depth chart and see where you fit in best and with the coaches or the organization that you think will appreciate and, 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 and use your abilities and things like that. So that's kind of the, the toss-up. Does the team really going after you because they really like you or are they just trying to fill a hmm, spot? Interesting. You know, so yeah. those are things to consider.
1: Well, Daniel, we appreciate the time. You've worked hard. Hopefully your name gets uh – said uh, by somebody tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think it's the commissioner. But uh, we we give you the BYU Sports Nation karma officially. And with this comes great responsibility, like Spider-Man's uncle said. Yes. But we want you to remember us when you're in the
0: league. Will this happen? Remember who got you
3: there, Daniel. This will. This I, I this isn't the last time I'll be here. I'll say that. <laughs> okay, very nice. And I want to nice. say one more other thing. that yeah. You two... I really appreciate um, not only what you've done for, for me, but what you guys do for, for BOE Sports. I think you guys are awesome. I think you guys really care about the athletes, and you guys take good care of them. And well, guys, thank,
1: well, thank you. Hold on. Let's, uh, I don't know if I have on. cash in my wallet. <laughs> You're not an NCAA athlete either. anymore. <laughs> Whitney, who should kid. I make the check yeah.
3: out yeah. to? No. no, seriously, though. You guys, thank you you. guys thank you. do a great job.
0: We appreciate that. Thanks. Daniel Sorensen on BYU Sports Nation. We wish you the best, my friend. Thanks. Make sure people that aren't supposed to be calling you are not calling you over the next two days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No random calls right? to Daniel Sorensen <laughs> if it's not on his phone
1: gonna mess it up yeah david
0: nixon a four-year nfl veteran joins us next to talk about his draft experience and give us an early preview of the nixon kill linebacker reunion in 2030 this is BYU <laughs> sports nation
3: this is
2: zach stout and you are in byu sports nation
0: up and coming linebacker zach stout thank you for that introduction this is byu sports nation it is a friday Gotta
1: get down on Friday,
0: Friday. second and the third round of the NFL draft. You're way too good at that. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. (laughs) It's
1: summertime. What is Zumba? What is
0: Zumba? You were like so mad at me at the top of the show. What the heck is Zumba, (laughs) man? (laughs) I'm never mad. I'm never mad at you. I'm just always mad at you. Oh, exactly. Okay. Okay. Uh, What's going on tonight? Tell the people what they can watch.
1: Listen, BYU could win a conference championship tonight in softball. They start a three-game series with St. Mary's. BYU just needs to win one of those. It's a doubleheader tonight. Spencer Linton uh, is on the call tonight. Uh, BYU just needs to win the one game. 7 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Is is there going to be a trophy in the house? They Ooh. normally don't like jump that situation. You know? Ooh,
0: I don't know. Are they going to have the WCC hardware? Is there a this West Coast is the conference first year? Of, this is the first season,
1: right? This is the first year of WCC softball, and so BYU looks to win it, and its fourth uh, conference title in a, in a in four different conferences the last four years. Yeah, what the heck? That's wordy, but I think you know what I mean.
0: Twenty eleven Mountain West. Twenty twelve WAC. Twenty thirteen PCSE, the Pacific, Pacific Coast, Coast softball, softball Conference. Conference. And now twenty fourteen West Coast Conference. How about Next the seniors? Year. The Big Twelve. <laughs> Stop, no. it. Stop it. Stop uh, it. Recapping some of our top headlines, it's day two of the NFL draft. Jerem and I have already given you our three teams where we think Kyle Van Noy is most likely to fit in. We've also sounded Seahawks, off on...
1: Lions, Chargers.
0: We've also sounded off on who we think will go second. Jeremy thinks Cody Hoppin is going to be the second BYU player drafted. I say Daniel Sorensen. Who do you it's think will be in here. the second BYU player drafted <laughs> in the 2014 draft? Use the hashtag BYUSN. I repeat... Use the hashtag BYUSN when you send in your tweets. Joining us now over the phone, our good friend, Somehow David Nixon. Somehow this guy wasn't drafted. Four-year NFL veteran, a guy who has been in Daniel Sorensen's shoes, Ethan Manumale in his shoes, Spencer Hadley, Wani Unga, Cody Hoffman. You've been through the grind. His name is David Nixon again. And, David, what is this day like? What is this time like for the BYU Cougars dealing with the stress of this all?
2: Man, it's, uh, it's obviously exciting. Um, but it's extremely nerve-wracking. I mean, you're about to have your whole life change. I mean, you're, you're about to be – hopefully your name's called, um, or if you go to a free agent, you, you pick where you're going, and next thing you know, you're in a completely different city in a different state uh, all overnight. So um, it's kind of nerve-wracking, but at the same time, obviously, it's very exciting because you, uh, you're ready to finally go out there and play some ball. You, you've been waiting the you know, last three, four months, done all the workouts, done all the combines, all those things. And now it's time to finally find out your team and then, you know, within the next week or two you'll be flying out for mini camps and start your OTA. So it's a pretty quick process from here. But uh man, it's, it's an exciting time.
1: Speaking of exciting time, I I want to apologize for Spencer. He buried the lead. Oh stop. Tell it. us about Nathan David Nixon.
2: <laughs> man, the guy's a little stud. He uh You had a baby. You know, I, had give, I had yeah, little baby boy last Saturday. It's almost been a week. Um my wife was a champion. She uh she uh, she did great throughout the whole thing and and he's a cute little guy. Um, I do have to brag a little bit. He, uh, you know, he, he was born at seven pounds, 11 ounces, my exact same weight when mm. I was born. Mm. Okay. Um, and my wife's exact same weight, uh, pretty wild. We're all 7'11. But, uh, you both don't weigh the it, same now. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. I, I am, I am obese and she's very skinny. So, um, but, uh, we went in for our four day checkup yesterday. And, you know, most babies lose weight their first, uh, their first couple weeks. No, don't worry, my baby boy. He gained five ounces. Wow. Okay, so, so he,
1: he's a big eater. All right. Eat Listen, big, creatine a... is not recommended for children, <laughs> David.
2: It's not. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I've got my wife on uh, protein whey shakes every day. <laughs> David you on Sports
0: Nation. So we talked to your your buddy Brian Keel the other day. And uh his wife Jessica is is due to have a baby boy if she hasn't already. I haven't heard if have, they we haven't, haven't heard. heard news perhaps I haven't heard. heard either.
2: I don't think they have Okay. So she X she's club. due
0: any literally any minute uh to deliver their baby boy. He said that you have already planned a 2013 Nixon Kill reunion BYU football wise in <laughs> coming coming up. Like they've already you've already committed them to BYU. Are you okay with this?
2: Yeah, we've already signed talk to Bronco. We've you've already signed, signed already. Yeah, Not just verbal. You signed. Yeah, we signed. We decided to get over the process. It's you know these days <laughs> it gets pretty drug out, so we decided just get straight to it. Uh, the
1: the question is, will they both play linebacker? At uh, Az BYU fan Mitch said, uh, will the Hill Nixon future Cougar uh, play offense or defense?
2: Uh, it's a great question. I, I think Kills will need to play defense because he had no hands um, when he played. Uh, so, But my boy can be more versatile. He can play offense or defense. So we'll see.
1: How about your sister, uh, Emily, and Taysom in the future whenever they had kids? Guaranteed quarterback?
2: Yeah, you would think so. With, with, with Taysom's physique, yeah, he, that kid should play quarterback or shoot. He could play anything. Um, but uh, they need to get on the train here soon. They were up here actually a couple days ago hanging out. And uh, you could tell they—they're already thinking, baby. So wow, uh, they, they need to hurry up. He'll Listen. be a year behind, maybe our guy. But uh, he you know, needs to we'll think see. about the we'll season,
1: <laughs> off-season conditioning. There are more, there
0: are more important things right now. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
1: David Nixon, I'm, a, I'm
2: gonna be in trouble. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. You wow. <laughs> but but we love that you went there so much. <laughs> David, David Nixon. hill insider, David Nixon. Yeah, on BYU Sports Station. <laughs> I'm not sure where only to go at now. Only BYU, man.
1: <laughs> only, hashtag only at BYU.
0: Okay, our Twitter question today, David, is who will be the second BYU player taken in the 2014 NFL draft? We're assuming Kyle Van Noy is going to go in the second or third round. Like, we, we, we think that's going to happen. So we'll talk that about Kyle in, in just a moment. But who's going to be the second player drafted from BYU?
2: Man, it's a great question. Obviously, um, so much is up in the air at this point. And I think a lot of people have seen Cody Hoffman, but um, my understanding is you guys just had Daniel Thornton on. I, that's actually who I think will go next. Um, I'm confident with, with, with his skills. You know, you, you look at it basically past the first, second, and third round, anybody drafted from the fourth round and on, coaches are really looking into coming contribute on special teams. Most of so those, yeah, exactly those guys are just, that's exactly what Most of those guys are going to be starters. Um, your first, second, third round guys most likely are going to be starters. They're looking for you to come contribute right away. But the later round guys, they're looking at you as a special teams player, first and foremost, and then, of course, hopefully they can develop you and you, you can contribute eventually. Um, so, with that being said, the most upside that the special teamers go, it's definitely Daniel Sorensen. I mean, you look at his plays last year, he obviously had great safety, but he was fantastic on punt. Unbelievable. On kickoffs. Yeah, it, it really was, and I, I guarantee you, teams, I mean, they, they noticed that, and um, you know that, that's something obviously very important to them when they're looking at later rounds, and you know, he had an unbelievable combine. He got that hype. As time kind of went on, he caught that wave, and and that's that's obviously huge. Is, is to kind of have that hype leading up to the draft, and then you add on, um, you add on, you add on the fact that this year is kind of a safety heavy draft, and so a lot of the DBs and safeties have kind of already gone the first round, which is which bodes well for him. So uh, I think as a, as the rounds kind of move on. Uh, hopefully there'll be a call for him. I, regardless, he's going to land somewhere. He's going to get an, uh, an opportunity. And to be honest, it's actually better to go as a free agent, come like the sixth and seventh round, because you get to pick where you want to go. Mm. And and oftentimes, you know, you get drafted in the seventh round to a team that's already got two Pro Bowl safeties. And next thing you know, you, there's no way you're you're getting a true shot. They just kind of want to have you come in, look at you. We'll see because they're only contributing. You know, they're only. Going at you know thirty thousand dollars for your signing bonus or whatever it is, um, so they're not really putting a lot in the pot out, into you. But if you can if you can pick your team, you can you know really look at it. oh well they've got two safeties that are you know thirty five or they're <laughs> they're older guys. Um, there might be a shot here in the next year or two. So it, it, it's, it's a, the whole is crazy. It's uh, there's a lot that goes into it. Your agent hopefully is working hard for you and you know looking at all those numbers. But the thing is that uh, Daniel and, and Ethan and Spencer and uh, Cody got to do right now, just relax. I remember my draft days, I, I think I was out hanging out with the family, and we were just going doing our normal stuff. And I just obviously had my phone next to me, but if you get too caught up in it, it'll drive you crazy.
1: David Nixon is on BYU Sports Nation. If you played on the 2013 BYU football team and then you were in this NFL draft, would you be drafted, and if so, where?
2: <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I, I've, I've said this a few times. I, I like to think I would be drafted for the fact that, this BYU team, I mean, just the publicity they've had, being on ESPN, all the scouts, um, uh, you know, and all the general managers across the country get to see these athletes, the BYU athletes, um, almost week in and week out. And you go back to our day, and, and uh, you know, we were on the mountain, and I think probably like 100 people had that channel. Um, the channel right? that shall not be named. <laughs> yeah, I know, Yeah. Uh, that doesn't even exist. But uh, you know, it, it, i i would I would think so, I would hope so. Um but to be honest, I, I wouldn't change anything about my whole draft situation. I, I went as a free agent, went to Oakland and it, it worked out great. Um but uh there's no there's no doubt that it would BYU playing on National Television and, and playing big time opponents in Wisconsin and um, you know, Notre Dame. There, there's no question that this allows them to uh, you know, be watched more and, and hopefully, you know, at the end of the day get drafted and uh, you know find a team. David Nixon
0: on BYU Sports Nation played for five NFL teams the new father of Nathan David Nixon we wish our congratulations again to you for that David. Uh, Let's talk about Kyle Van Noy we feel like he has a great shot to go in the second round in fact I'm leaning towards the Seattle Seahawks where do you see Kyle Van Noy going in the NFL draft?
2: You know, Cal and I talked just a few weeks ago at Taysom Emily's wedding. We were chatting for quite a while about it, and he was saying how he'd been working out. and I asked him, I was like, man, you're looking big. What, what are you weighing these days? He was 250 plus. Whoa. And I was, I was blown away. I said, you're kidding me. And he said, man, I've just continued to put on weight. I'm working hard. And, you know, a lot of teams, a lot of these three, four teams are looking at me as an inside backer. And, of course, you know, 250 range is where you need to be if you're an inside backer in those schemes. And so he had put on weight. He says he's still moving well. And, man, it was noticeable. He looked, he looked great. And, uh, and so with that being said, he, he said he talked to quite a few teams. I think he goes to the Washington Redskins, um, which is a 3-4 team. They're familiar with BYU players. Kill, you know, Brian Kills has been on their team the last few years. Um, and uh, I think he goes there as an inside linebacker. With that being said, he he's a player that can really play anywhere in BYU scheme in the three four he played on the outside, um, but most likely in the NFL you know those outside guys are much bigger. Uh, you got Alden Smith, you got DeMarcus Ware, those type of guys. Um, but uh, the good thing about the BYU players, I mean, I wouldn't play in a four three as an outside linebacker where I played outside linebacker in a three four and so in college. So you can really bounce around anywhere, I, and and I think coaches realize that with with the uh, players at BYU, um, especially linebackers that we can kind of bounce around and play any position. So. I I think the draft board's open for him. I think any team could pick him up. Um, But my guess is is the Redskins. But who knows? I mean, there's 32 teams. He's a great enough player that I think any team will try to snag him up. Um, It's just all about comes down to timing.
1: Interesting. Uh, And if he's being looked at as an inside linebacker, that opens things up quite a bit. Absolutely. Uh, We've kind of just been focusing on the outside linebacker. But Kelly Papinga was on the show yesterday and told us, that Wani Unga was not expected to play in the Fight Hunger Bowl and that Kyle Vannoy was training at an inside linebacker position. That's interesting. So if you think the Redskins, you think he's either the second pick uh, in the second round or the second pick in the third round. Maybe the third round. Does that sound about right for the placement for Vannoy?
2: I think so, but, but to be honest, I, I think he's worthy of a second-round pick. I mean, I, I think he's worked his way up. Also on the boards, he had a great showing at the Senior Bowl. Uh, had a great combine. I mean, I, I think teams see the value that'll get in Kyle, uh, his playmaking ability. And so, um, I, I think that the option to go there in the second round is, is, definitely there. And I, I think he probably will go second round. I mean, watching Redskins, that's just kind of a, a it's kind of just guessing per se. But, uh, I, I, think he'll, he'll go second round. You look at Mel Kuyper, the, the ESPN guru. He's got him as his, you know, fifth best player available. So, um, if that stands true, you know, he should be drafted here in the next 32 picks.
0: David Nixon on b y u Sports Nation. we talked about Daniel Sorensen and Kyle van Noy uh when you look at guys that have an outside shot like Ethan Manumaleuna and Cody Hoffman and Spencer Hadley, do you feel like any of those three will have their name called in the seven round draft?
2: you know i uh, knowing kind of history especially with with linebackers and myself as a free agent um you know I, I see probably Spencer going as a free agent especially with kind of interest he had towards the end of the year and uh you know issues but uh Ethan kind of same you Look at Romney Fuga, who is obviously a great, uh, no tackle for BYU. And he went as an undrafted or free agent. So I, I think, you know, most likely the, the guys that will be able to get drafted in late rounds are probably be Daniel and possibly Cody. But other than that, I think the rest of the guys will get shots all, um, in camps as a free agent. So, uh, that's all you need. I need is that shot. And that, that's what I had, I had the shot and I fortunately, uh, took advantage of it and was able to make the squad my, my rookie year. But, uh, it's just getting your foot in that door. And, and once again, I, I was telling Daniel Sorensen this, and I've told a couple other players, look, the day you get there, all you've got to do is hustle. Because in the NFL, a lot of guys are pretty lazy. If you can go out there and show the D coordinator or off the coordinator, whatever, whatever position you are, that you're going to hustle, you're going to go, you're gonna go after every ball, it, it, it shows up on film. Because most of the guys are kind of jogging around, where if you can fly around, go full speed, they'll take notice. And uh, that's what happened my rookie year. And I think that's one of the main reasons I made the team. And, uh, you know, that's what what i told those guys. And, you know, that's what Coach Menhall preaches. And so it's already kind of ingrained in them. And now I just got to go out there and do it.
1: David Nixon is on BYU Sports Nation. Cody Hoffman, after his junior season, had he come out, it seems like he would have been a draft pick. Now, not so sure. Maybe Saturday. Doesn't look like it's going to happen tonight. Uh, Where do you see Cody Hoffman possibly getting drafted?
2: Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, you, know, you brought up a good point. His numbers definitely slumped his senior year. You know, he had the new offensive scheme uh, with Coach Anai and uh, you know, with Taysom as quarterback. Um, but uh, you know, I, I really, I think if he were to get drafted, it'd be your sixth, or seventh round guy. The good thing Cody's got going for him, he's got his, he's got the size. He's six four, two twenty five, I and mean, he's a big kid. Um, his speed, you know, didn't didn't fare well for him at the combine, right, speed wise, but. Uh, you know, he's got the size and, and a team that values that, a team that needs a big red zone uh, receiver, uh, I think would go after him because obviously Cody has shown on the film that he's able to make big plays. Um, so I, I think he'd be a late-round guy, but once again, it's it's, it's tough. I, I remember whenever the draft was, was going out for me, teams start calling you in the fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. And it, it plays games with your, uh, with your mind because they say, hey, look, we're taking you next round. I had I had four teams call me since starting the fourth round. They said, so we're taking you on our, with our next pick. Sure enough, the next pick comes along. They take somebody else. And they call you right back, and they're saying, hey, we really apologize. Somebody else popped up on our board. We had to get a DB, whatever it was. And what they do, and I didn't know at the time until after the draft was over, but what they're doing basically is just trying to kind of lure you along because once you become a free agent, you get to pick where you want to go. And so hmm. basically what, what they were doing was they're trying to kind of court you. They're trying to recruit you by acting like they had a ton of interest in you. Um And then whenever you become a free agent, you pick where you want to go, and, and they were hoping you'd pick them because they were calling you since the fourth round. And so, uh, like I said earlier, I mean, the best you can do is keep a level head, wait for your call. If it doesn't come, you talk to your agent and find out what's the best situation for you. Um, which one do you have the best opportunity of making the team on and, and go with it? So uh I think a lot of it's speculation, and it's, it's hard to get wrapped up in it because – Man, it's it's stressful because your whole life depends on this uh, this draft. Uh, but uh, once again, it's, it's it's a fun time. You just gotta let it got kind of roll with the punches.
0: David Nixon, we appreciate the time. Congratulations again on your new baby boy, Nathan. David Nixon, enjoy fatherhood. Enjoy the draft,
2: changing diapers. And we'll
0: talk to you soon.
2: <laughs> we'll do. Thanks, guys.
0: All right, wow, uh, insightful stuff. This has been such an interesting few days.
1: Yeah, I've learned a lot about the draft through our conversations with guys potentially getting drafted, slash Kelly Papinga, David Nixon, guys that went as free agents. Brian Kill,
0: Dennis Pitta. Yeah, and and those guys, of course. Man, loving this week. Why will Daniel Sorensen be the second Cougar drafted? I will tell you that next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU
1: Store, your home for authentic BYU products. BYU Baseball plays its final home game of the season tomorrow afternoon, 3 Eastern, live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Dave McCann on the
0: call tomorrow. Enjoy the afternoon. Some college football bowl news before we get back to Daniel Sorensen and the NFL Draft.
1: The inaugural Boca Raton Bowl will be played Tuesday, December 23rd, 6 Eastern on ESPN. What this means is the Miami Beach Bowl had that as a possibility, but... uh, it looks like more, more like Monday, December twenty second, probably in the afternoon, based on our conversations with Carlos Padilla, the executive director of the Miami Beach Bowl earlier this week.
0: So Saturday the twentieth or Monday, Monday the twenty
1: second afternoon.
0: It will be around to not a go weekend. up against
1: Monday Night Football. So it's not going to be. This to me means it's not the Miami Beach Bowl will not be on Tuesday, December twenty third
0: be like a three-Eastern kickoff. On the 22nd. Why is Daniel Sorensen, in my opinion, going to be the second BYU player taken in the NFL draft? Tell us what you think using the hashtag BYUSN. I say he said it himself, and we just heard from David Nixon, and it's what I have felt the whole time. He's a special team standout. Teams always want those guys. And from the fifth to seventh round, they're looking for not only what can you do for us with your position, but can you play special teams and can you excel in that?
1: I think that would be great if BYU had... A safety selected that had a special teams emphasis. I think that'd be great. There's a niche for that.
0: He, he, will, he will get a shot. He's going to make a roster. I'm telling you. He's going to make a roster oh, for whether sure. it's, it's as just a he's free agent or if he's drafted late. But, so the,
1: and I'm just worried that the possibility exists that BYU only have one dude drafted. I would like two or three. BYU's only had one draft pick the last three years. That stipulation of BYU doesn't get guys ready for the NFL I don't want that to extend in, into this draft.
0: Above all, he has the BYU Sports Nation karma. That's right. Discussion over. So it's going to be drafted. Is that what you're saying? Also, mark your calendars for August 29th. Countdown to
2: Connecticut. 112. Yeah.
0: 112 days The BYU and Connecticut open the 2014 college football season. Can't Up wait. next, a Cougar team playing for a fourth straight conference championship in four different conferences? How does that happen? We'll tell you next in the Cougar Whip Around. This is BYU Sports
2: Nation. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. You know
0: what time it is in Studio B. It's time for the Cougar
1: Whip Around. Baseball. BYU fell 8-6 to Santa Clara last night after leading 6-3. The Broncos outscored BYU 5-0 over the final three innings. Yeah. Yeah. Same two teams tonight, 8 Eastern time on the W.TV and BYU Radio. Tomorrow's game,
0: 3 Eastern live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Softball. With a win in one of their two games tonight against St. Mary's, the Cougar softball team can wrap up the West Coast Conference Championship Do at it. home. Game Do time. It. 7 Eastern live on BYU TV. Hear it on BYU Radio as well. Soccer. BYU is now 2-0 and on the young Premier Development League
1: season for the men's team after a 3-2 win last night against FC Tucson or tucson.
0: BYU plays the U-23 San Jose Earthquakes next Saturday in Provo. Golf. Alex White representing BYU in the NCAA Division I Women's West Regional. White Tide for 35th after day one at three over. Track and field. The men
1: and women's teams are in the are in day two of the Virginia Challenge in Charlottesville. The NCAA Regionals begin in a couple weeks.
0: Cougars in the PGA. After a rough start yesterday in the opening round of the Players' Championship at the TPC Sawgrass, Daniel Summerhays responded well this morning with a four-under round. Summerhays now sits at two-under par, tied for 38th. That is the most annoying sound ever. No, this is. (laughs) Okay, nope, nope, your crow is still more annoying. Who gets our rise and shout today?
1: Daniel (laughs) Sorensen. Daniel uh, Sorensen paid us a very nice compliment. Uh, That was very nice. Good luck to him. Uh, In the NFL draft. I hope he gets picked up.
0: Who will be the second BYU player taken in the 2014 NFL draft? At Kimber Power. Daniel will be the second Cougar picked in the draft. Also, sometimes Jerem Jordan's laugh sounds like Olaf from Frozen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a skull. Or bones. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, at Gentleman87, Cody Hoppin. That agrees with Jerem Jordan. Let's end on that note
1: because okay. it agrees with me. We'll be done hey, thanks to our guest today, Daniel Sorensen. Get drafted. David Nixon
0: and everyone on our crew. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Episodes of the show on demand at BYU Sports every afternoon and on BYU TV.org slash DVR. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Glenn Red. Don't throw the helmets. BYU Sports Nation back to work on Monday. We know why.